0: Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Hey guys, welcome to Perspective with Jada Lynn Cross. I am so excited that you decided to tune in on this episode. Um, If you are new, I just pray by the end of this that you are blessed. If you are returning I mean, we're basically best friends at this point. So just, hey, friend. But yes, this is the part two of when God puts a pause on your goals. So I'm just going to hop right into it. Let me just give you a quick recap of what we talked about last week. So first, we talked about what God wants is more important than our current understanding. And we also discuss not being afraid to let go of control. So right now, let's just talk about goals and why we have them. I would like to first start off by giving you the definition of a, what a goal is. So, a goal is an aim or a desired result. It is an aim or a desired result. There is absolutely nothing wrong with having goals. Let's start there. It is excellent to um, kind of give yourself guidance, give yourself structure to where you're trying to go, where you're trying to head. I think what's the saying? A man that has no plan plans to fall. So we gotta, we have to have a goal. We have to have some type of structure to our life. However, we have to understand that our desires will not always be the will of God. So when you start seeing that friction or that conflict with what you want to do and what you feel like God wants you to do, or sometimes it's just kind of unclear. This is when we have to see it. Is God pausing what I'm doing? Is he putting a pause on my goals right now? So that was what I was going through you all. And I had to ask myself, like, you know what? who do you serve? Who do I answer to? What is my true service? And that's what kind of had to decipher through when God had put the pause on my goals, when he had stopped me from life coaching, when he had took me off of social media, uh, when he had me just in a still place in the confines of my home, no one to really talk to. Only thing that I was really doing was praying and cleaning. And I had to come to terms with that and be okay with that. And that was a beautiful season. But You know, it took me some time to get there. So let's just talk about that a little bit, because what God was really showing me is, you know, you you being real busy right now, you are doing a whole lot, but don't let that get you in trouble. So you all don't let your busyness, don't let these goals get you in trouble. Don't let these goals have you operating out of disobedience. So let's just go back to the first episode when I share with you all that I quit my job back in June 2019 when I quit my job, like I said, it was a long process. You know, I had to consult with God. I had to get clarity for him. I brought it to my husband. He was not on board right away. You know, we had, I had a lot to consider. Me and my husband's income together was really, really good. Um, So understanding losing my portion of salary was going to essentially supposed to be a damper. Um, In our livelihood and our lifestyle, um, I had to consider, you know, I have this newborn child now, you know, we still we're one year in marriage. We still have some debt that we need to take care of collectively. So it was not really um, easy. Like I said, that was a very emotional time. But guess what? When we both took that leap of faith together, when we both prayed together and, and was on one accord, when I look back, we have not missed a meal. We have not missed paying not one bill. Um, my baby has everything and we are not even penny pinching. When I say we still go out to eat, I'm still able to buy clothes. The whole point is just to show you all how, what obedience, what God looks like. And so understanding that this was an, an one of our financial goals. We had a financial goal that we had to put a pause on. You know, I'm without work, you know, I'm working my way up to, you know, build my own type of income. But right now I'm still not getting paid for anything. I don't have any income flowing in. So guess what? God put a pause on that goal. You know, y'all got these financial goals and that's good. Y'all have this goal that's giving you all structure to your life. Guess what? Guess what? It does not take preeminence over what I have for you. It does not take preeminence over my plan for your life. So guess what? God's plan is greater than our goals, even our financial ones. So let's just move right along. This was our first point of the day. Um, Goals give you structure to your life, but they do not take preeminence in your life. Okay. Now let's talk about God is perfect. Therefore, his redirection is. So guess what? You know what that means? You're in good hands. And I'm not even trying to sound cheesy. I know that sounded like a whole commercial, (laughs) but literally God is perfect. God's plan and our goals is goals don't bring us security. Goals do not bring you securities. Remember that in the definition, it said that a goal is an aim. An aim is not anything definite. An aim is not anything that's absolute. But guess what? God's plan for your life is. God's plan for your life is something that you can, um, for sure, trust. God's plan in your life is something that you can have confidence in. So when we have to realize that that goals are good, they bring us that structure, but they do not bring security. It is an aim. But God equals a plan. So I, you know, I came up with this. I did not come up with this verse. I'm sorry. But I thought of the verse that we all know, Jeremiah 29, 11. And God had me read a little bit further because we always stop at verse 11. So Jeremiah 29, 11 to 13 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. That's just verse 11. We always stop there. But let's read a little bit further. It says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Verse 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. You all write this down because, you know, this is just, and audio, but I really want you to meditate on this thing. So that just came from Jeremiah 29 verses 11 through 13. So let's just talk about how God gave us this, this whole like call to action. So he already told you, I know the plans I have for you. I have plans to prosper you and not harm you plans to give you hope for the future. So guess what? We keep it a pause on your goals, you make you y'all know that one meme when SpongeBob when his mind is just like all over the place and it's just kind of like a, a a very like blurry picture because he's just like what the heck that's what it feels like. So when God told me to stop coaching, I'm like, Lord, this this gonna be detrimental to my to my progress to my business. So I'm like that 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 don't that don't sound wise. But God, guess what? God said. I have plans to prosper you and not harm you. So guess what? This pause is not to harm you. It is a plan, though, to give you hope and a future. Here, here, here I am trying to a life coach to build a future for my family i'm trying to build consistency and a good income and minister at the same time but god said that that's that's nice that's your goal but my plan would, would do all of that for you so i had to lean into that pause that he had for me so understand that this is the ultimate this is our ultimate goal this is our priority above everything else above our first goals of having a successful business. Maybe it might be um to get a dream car. Maybe it might be to have a debt free journey. I don't know. Whatever your goal is, whatever um that you have, vision you have for yourself, that is great. But sometimes we have to take a step back and ask God, what is your will? And with your will I would trust because I know that you have a definite plan for me. So you know, you know what we have some homework to do for 2020 It's already right now for us in verse 12 and 13. So this is what we're going to practice. We're going to practice calling on God. We're going to practice praying more. We're going to practice seeking and not just seeking, but seeking with our whole heart making sure that it's not divided, making sure that it's not skeptical. You know, we do some, you know, it's, you, it's human of us to ask God, like, are you sure? But once he tell you, yeah, I'm sure and he give you that. Okay. We're not going to keep questioning that thing. We're going to have, we're going to have full faith and we're going to trust him and we're going to move forward. So this is our ultimate goal for 2020. As the verse said, we're going to um, seek him with all of our heart. Okay. So maybe you feel like, Well, I don't know what my purpose is. I I don't have direction. You know, what is life? Where do I even start? I feel like this scripture, I kind of already told us. like, Like I said, calling on God. Start with building your prayer life. Really, truly seek him. You know, the scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you. So in the midst of just confusion and not even knowing, Just try to find them. What does seeking God look like? The same way that we would seek to find a restaurant with our GPS. The same way we would seek to, to hunt down to see what our husband or boyfriend doing. The same way we would seek on somebody else's page to keep up with them. It takes time. It takes patience. Sometimes we have a great strategy. So guess what? Have that same time and patience to get into your word, to truly understand. Use your dictionary. um, Use biblical tools to help you um, understand what the word is saying. Use some commentary. um, Go to your pastor. Go find a local spiritual head or something. Ask ask somebody to study with you. See, if you really truly want to find him, if you want to figure out this God thing, this church thing, um, this Christian thing, then you, you would do everything in your power to figure it out. Like we do have everything in our power. We could be, I know I was just watching something on YouTube and it was kind of like a girl had made a mukbang of some seafood. And guess what? I watched that thing for 53 minutes. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this food looks so good. And I'm gonna figure out how she made this. And I watched all 53 minutes of it to figure out that recipe so I can try it myself. That's the same type of determination that we need to seek God's plan for our life. So you all, I'm going to wrap it up right here. This is when God puts a pause in your goals. Don't be afraid. Understand that God is perfect. Therefore, his redirection is perfect. Understand that goals provide structure for our life, but they they can't even top or touch God's plan for your life. So when he kind of shuffled what you got going on, go with it. Pause. Take the step back. Have faith that he is going to see you through. Have faith that he is not going to harm you. Have faith that this pause is not going to put you behind, but it's going to set you up for a comeback that you can't even fathom, that you can't even think of. So I just thank you for tuning in. And you all, we got homework to do, all right? We're going to practice our priority, our top goals before all them other ones is we're about to practice a calling on God. We're going to increase our prayer life. And we're about to seek him with our whole heart, all of our hearts, So we got work to do, but thank you for tuning in. And I just pray that this motivates you and encourages you just to keep pushing this year and go with God when he puts a pause on your goals.